Hello, wonderful person listening. I hope you're having a good day. If you are or not, let's bond through life experiences. I just want to remind you that you're not alone. Last episode, I spoke about grieving the loss of a relationship and the hardship of it. I'm not going to sit here and say it gets better after those stages. Trust me, you'll have good days and bad days. It's how you process it that makes a difference. As I mentioned in my last episode, the grieving process is not linear. And I believe that's the same thing for the healing process. And one thing I want to share is that you do have good days and bad days. You could have, let's say, the first couple of weeks. Uh, for myself, it was mostly all bad days. I would have one good day when I wouldn't be crying or anything like that. But as time goes on, those good days increase. Where I'm at right now. So right now, I'm already three months in since my breakup. So I've been single three months. And I definitely haven't cried that much or i've only cried once this whole month so surprisingly i'm very proud of myself because i would cry a lot i thought i wouldn't be able to not cry anymore but here i am three months later feeling a lot better so it is hard i'm not gonna say that you're only gonna cry once you're only gonna cry the first two weeks because i don't think that's true it's definitely a wave like i titled this episode because you have its ups and downs and and then sometimes you know in a water let's say in, in the ocean and you have uptime period where it's calm and there's small little waves right and then all of a sudden there's a disturbance in the water there's something that creates this big wave and that for me is when you're going through like an emotional period or you're going through those emotions that you felt at the beginning of your breakup because i felt those so it's a wave that can go back and forth back and forth so I listened to a wonderful podcast by Janine Amapola and her podcast is called Happy and Healthy. So I wanted to talk about some of the points that she made in her episode called How to Heal from a Heartbreak and Recover from a Breakup. I do want to give a disclaimer that this podcast is Christian-based, so it really dives into a Christian's perspective and how to heal and recover from a breakup. If you're not part of, like, any type of faith or you're not Christian, you know, just state that. But I feel like also, if you're not a believer, then I still feel like this podcast would be really good to listen to because she gives really good points. And of course, there's a lot of room for interpretation, so you don't have to specifically think of God when she's talking about it. You can put it in how you want to so i kind of want to like base off most of my episode and what she said and like kind of going through the healing process and and all that because like i said it definitely has its ups and downs one of the things that she mentioned was the importance of identify where you messed up and not just focus on what the other person did. So, for example, I would have to also take time to think about where I went wrong in my past relationship. Not only just shift the blame and just, you know, hate or have a strong dislike towards my ex-partner because I believe that's not okay. You have to look at it in the sense of that it takes two people to be in a relationship. You have to ask yourself, where were my faults? 
where was I unhealthy? I know that I usually share my experiences at the end, but you know, this episode's a little different because I have a little script. I have like some of the points that she talked about and I'm just kind of going off what's coming off the top of my head. So I had a conversation with a friend. I didn't know what triggered me so much. She asked me those exact same questions. Where did you think your faults were? Or where did you feel like you could have done better? And I actually never thought about that. I feel like I had this conversation maybe two weeks ago and I didn't know I was really stunned by this question but then I began to think and I began to tell her like maybe some things that I went wrong but she also reassured me that those weren't really any fault it's just you know some things that I thought were but of course I'm not a perfect human being so I know I have flaws and insecurities and those insecurities definitely played a part in my breakup One thing that she said is when you're dating someone and they refer their ex as crazy, it should be considered a flag. Like I said, in a relationship, it takes two people play a part of it. So she said, like, you know, it takes two to tangle. And that is so true. Not only does it take two people to be part of a relationship, but it also plays a part in not working out. It's not just one person's fault, but both had a fault in the breakup. And what I learned from this is I don't have to bring this baggage into my next relationship. So it's really hard, but, you know, it's something that I really resonate with her when she said that because definitely my ex-boyfriend would consider his other exes as psycho and crazy. And I know that in the future, when he has a new girlfriend, I feel like I'm 80% sure that he will call me a psycho or a crazy girlfriend because he did that to his past and now i know why maybe he would do that so i feel like he probably would tell his future girlfriend oh yeah my ex was crazy she made a whole podcast about me but in reality it's not really about him it's about the experiences and the lessons that i learned from that relationship that i want to share So the next thing that she talked about was the what if stage and how it comes up through the healing process and you have to be patient. So I totally agree with this. You have to be patient and let yourself feel your feelings because like I said, you have good days and bad days. So it's important to understand that you might have two weeks that feel amazing, but then out of those two weeks, one day you just feel really sad because I personally, not so long ago, maybe last week actually, I was feeling really sad. I didn't know it was my breakup, but it was just a sad, a wave of sadness and I couldn't really pinpoint that and I feel like maybe just the emotions and everything that's been going on, but I definitely let myself feel those feelings. I cried it out and I definitely feel so much better right now. Another thing she talked about that I really liked was we have to look at the facts over our feelings. Janine gave an example of he bought me flowers and, you know, he made me feel so good. But we have to look at our feelings. Yeah, but we have to make sure we look that our feelings can be deceitful. And our feelings are going to tell us things that are not true because we're clinging on to that momentary things that made you feel good and I totally agree with that because during a month after my breakup I only thought about the good and not bad which made things worse for me because then I started to miss him well missing being in a relationship that I feel like that's what I recently realized I was clinging on to only the good moments and not thinking about the terrible things my ex-boyfriend did to me I later was able to think of the good but in with that I paired it with the bad and kind of reminded myself why I ended the relationship in the first place and I feel like this really is important when you're going through the healing process because if you only think about the good things then you will still keep feeling really sad 
Another point that stood out to me was when she said, we should not have to justify the relationship we are in. You should not justify for that person or defend that person. And I totally agree. I would always have to defend my ex-boyfriend with my family, especially from my sister, because she did not like him at all. She was able to be cordial with him, but her impressions of him never changed. So I was so ashamed to tell anyone about how he cheated on me. I would justify it within myself, and I didn't want to tell anyone because I knew that I would have had to defend him and defend our relationship and defend why I was still with him after he, you know, cheated on me, went behind my back, added other girls on Snapchat, and really disrespected me in that aspect. So I really didn't tell anyone, and I feel like I should have told someone because I knew what he was doing was wrong, and I just let it slide. Another big thing that she said and the last point i want to talk about is forgiveness towards your ex is very crucial and praying for them like i said her podcast is really based on like the christian faith so i definitely do pray for my ex-boyfriend and his family and it's just something that helps me to be able to not have hatred or dislike him and his family because i know that at the beginning i had i feel like a little bit of bitterness and resentment towards him because he didn't want to fix what he told me he was going to try to fix and then at the point that I was just done with it so I feel like at this point I really do forgive my ex-boyfriend I forgive him for treating me bad I forgive him for you know lying to me I forgive him for betraying my trust and I forgive him for cheating on me but that does not mean that I want to have a relationship with him again because I feel like once a cheater always a cheater and that definitely does play a lot I feel like he will never change unless you know he actually takes that time to work on himself but yeah forgiveness is very important so a little bit I want to talk about is dating again. I want to say that where I'm at right now, like I mentioned, three months in, I've been single three months, and I'm a little nervous to go back into the dating scene, but I know it'll probably happen soon because I'm genuinely moving on, and I'm really excited about it, and I just want to talk about uh, kind of like an encounter with a guy I have, you know? I was talking to this guy, and I just learned some things and i feel like it also helped me in a way because this guy that i was talking to was able to give me what i wanted from what i asked my ex-boyfriend so for example like clear communication and just kind of understand where i was coming from it's really amazing to think about how i dated almost my ex-boyfriend for a year and this guy was willing and was was meeting my needs and my requirements within the first month that i was talking to him and it just kind of blew my mind because because I thought I was asking for too much in my last relationship. I thought I was too needy. I was. I thought I was literally asking for the bare minimum. But my ex-partner made it seem that I was asking way too much from him. And that actually made me question myself. And after talking to this guy, it's like, you know what? No, I really did not ask for too much. It's just that his bare minimum was just so low compared to what I thought was my bare minimum. So I knew it would have never worked out like that. And one thing I learned and, you know, through the healing process too and when I started dating again because, you know, talking to this guy, I also told him that I don't really want a relationship right now, but he was, he said that he still wants to stay connected, he wants to be my friend, right? And I just told them, and I was really glad he was able to do that, you know, he expressed his feelings and I expressed mine and it just opened my eyes that there's 
guys out there that will give me what I want. And I thought I was, I was asking too much. And I know it's going to be really hard, but I have to remind myself that the next guy that I date, they're not my ex-boyfriend. They're different, and I have to learn to trust them. I was talking to some friends a couple days ago, and I asked them, how do I work with my trust issues that I got from my past relationship, and if that feeling ever goes away? And the answer is no. You know, those trust issues might never go away, but I have to work on them and be able to trust myself and my intuition. I have to let my partner, well, my future partner know that if they're willing to work through my trust issues and then at the end, I just have to let myself trust them again. It's just so upsetting that one person can really not make you trust others easily. And it sucks. Because when I first started to date my ex-boyfriend, I, you know, trusted him 100%. I didn't think about it. I didn't. I just have so much faith in people. And I thought, you know, that I could trust them. And now it's just so hard for me to trust other guys. Especially this guy that I was talking to, you know, even as a friendship basis, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's lying to me so it's kind of hard and that's why i know that right now i'm not fully able to date right now and i feel like i still need a couple more months to kind of heal that because i don't want to hurt this guy but you know as friends you know i'm willing to go on a date see where it goes so i'm very excited for that and then maybe down the line i feel like this will help me you know test the waters again and feel comfortable to go out with another guy and you know being able to be myself again and kind of understand how to i guess go back into the dating world i'm really excited and nervous what's next for me and i'll definitely keep everyone updated to see if like you know if this guy and i ever hang out or anything like that as friends of course because like i said i don't feel like i'm ready yet but i definitely taking this opportunity to learn also because I'm really excited for it. I want to say you should also take those risks and kind of see where things are going. I'm not saying that I'm going to jump into another any type of relationship right now because of course not. But friendships, I am so open to any kind of friendships because I just want to like step out of my comfort zone and connecting with others more and being more social. I'm not really that great at socializing and I'm really trying to push myself to see more people I believe I'm a homebody and it's really hard for me. But taking this as, you know, learning process and kind of putting myself out there again, you know, expecting the best and the worst. And I think I'm ready for it. And I hope that you're able to go through that, even if you're at the same place where I'm at right now, past it or going through those first stages of the breakup. I just want to say that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you so much for listening. Always strive to be better every day. See you next time. Have a wonderful day.